Clicksing It is brought to you by GlassCabinetHobbies.com, where you can find case breaks, singles, and comic books of your favorite superheroes and supervillains. So head on over to GlassCabinetHobbies.com and use code CLICKSINGIT to receive 5% off your order. Also, if you want to help support the show, head on over to our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash clicksingit and you can be entered into our monthly giveaways. Now, here we go. Let's start the show. Hello, everybody out there in Clicksland, and welcome to another episode here on Clicksing It. This is episode number 85. With me in the studio is Dan. Kane will be joining us very shortly because he's just getting off of work. But before we start, I do have to do a quick PSA. Last week, we were talking about Aries and how he was one of my big disappointments. But after talking to Ryan Redman, who is a local player, um, he changed my mind about him because I did not realize that Aries trait worked like this where every turn you get plot points met uh depending on how many of those tokens you have oh, you, on you didn't know you didn't know that no know i just, just thought did. it was every time two people die you get one i didn't know it was no, every as long single as, turn as long as he has those endless war tokens he just gets mission points yep so if you, let's say if you there are eight people that are dead that equals four endless war tokens so every turn you're getting four plot point so i did not think he worked that way so he is definitely out of my disappointment mix uh from the last episode and i'm just gonna throw batman in there uh in his place (laughs) but um that was a quick psa so let's get into a quick how was our week sunday monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday there are seven days, there are seven days, there are seven days in a week. All right, Dan, let's talk to you first because you're the only one here so far. So how has your week been? Or how has your week been? Uh, it's been pretty busy. I got a lot of stuff going on at work, but uh, otherwise, good. Uh, I did end up missing the Battle Royals this weekend, but I had some personal stuff come up that I just couldn't um uh, I couldn't put it off or reschedule. I just kind of needed to handle it. So I just had to take the the loss on the chin and just, I luckily I, I emailed them right away and they were pretty speedy about it. So they took my drawing out. I couldn't get a refund, but I at least wouldn't get randomly drawn and then them have to deal with, Oh, who the hell is this? And why aren't they here? So that was at least a plus. Well, um, it didn't really work that so much. So it, the event worked pretty well this weekend the biggest problem i don't know how the actual tournaments went because i didn't do that but i was in the battle royals but how basically the battle royals worked was you went into a discord room and waited for alex coos was one of the main judges for the whole thing and Mm -hmm. you just waited for him to show up uh, after he got the other um silver age and modern age tournaments Yeah, yeah um but it was a lot of waiting around doing nothing so, like, on Saturday, we were supposed to start at 11. I don't think we started till 1 o'clock, the first Battle Royal, to be honest. I okay. can't remember the exact time. But they were having some problems, and uh, it was just a lot of waiting around to get a Battle Royal going. And then same thing happened for uh, Sunday because, you know, he's trying to get the rounds going on from round to round and then trying to get Battle Royals. I think next time they need to do is just get someone designated just to do Battle Royals and not have the judges split. I know it was a voluntary thing, but yeah. there was just a lot of waiting around getting ready to go. Um, but nothing, you know, nothing against the whole thing. The whole thing I thought was run uh, pretty well. Um, it was just 
you you never knew when a battle royal was going to start. That was the biggest complaint a lot of people had because they said this time, but then uh, the judge never showed be- or showed up. So nothing against anybody because I'm sure setting this whole thing up is just insane, and I wouldn't want to be in that position to do that to any or to uh, judge and keep track of this stuff. Oh yeah, um, but um, it was just a lot of waiting around was the biggest complaint a lot of people had for the uh, battle royals. That's fair. Yeah, but regardless, it all went to a good cause. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about how much um, was raised for it. We got a lot of talk about the news, um, so I'm going to take as little time as possible. But I competed in four battle royals this past weekend, two on Saturday, two on Sunday, and I went 4-0. I was pretty happy. Uh, For some reason, I always excel at battle royals whenever I go to Origins. I'm usually about 50%. We'll see if that streak keeps up when uh, the Clicks Cup happens in July. I but, think um, it's just your that's that's more your element, I would say, than yeah. just straight clicks. Yeah. Um I, I I know I just I don't excel in the meta, so that's why I don't even try. That's why I'm still surprised how well we did in team nats uh last year. But um I won four Scott. Maybe 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 we'll do better next year. Maybe. We'll <laughs> maybe see. We'll uh we'll see what Rise and Fall brings out because I really hope there's something to count or counter um, Secret Six, because that, that team is just dumb right now. But um, I'd also like, I'm, I know <clears throat> people might have like a, uh, it's like a love-hate with Avengers sets, but I'm always excited to see what they put, because especially this one, they're doing the like, Empyrean event that they did, so I think that it's just, I, it's an interesting thing, they always, I always like sets that are based off of like an event, yeah, or like the like the yearly event, so I'm, I'm curious to see what all makes the makes the rounds there was already something i know that's in the set that i'm gonna go after that's gonna cost me a bunch of money so i was like oh well yeah uh, i'm definitely gonna have to go after a um a hulkling in this set and i think he's gonna be a chase in that one because he's not like if not a pricey super yeah because he is a scroll and you know me and my scrolls um and now he's king of is i think he's king of the shia or like emperor of the shia or something currently so that's gonna drive him up even crazier um, but no, I had some decent pulls. My first game, um, I ended up going, I, I ended up pulling the, um, oh my gosh, the super rare title character, Wonder Woman. And then I had two running shot Amazons. I forget what they're called. Um, I had a Miss Martian and then I had a Harley Quinn. Um, the, the thing you got to remember in battle Royals is you only really get like four or five turns. Um, yeah. Especially online, there was a lot of trouble. Like I remember there was one game where there was a player that couldn't hear one player, but he could hear them. So when he went, I was kind of playing mediator and telling the person, okay, he's going to attack this person now. Like I was trying, I was being the third person in that conversation. Oh, okay. You were, you were, you were doing telephone basically. Yeah, because he couldn't hear what he was saying, but the other guy could, or but he could hear everybody else. It's kind of weird. Uh, it was just like a Discord uh, malfunction, but there, I, I, well, there was there was some mis- malfunctions with Discord this weekend. I don't know if that was part of their update that they did because they partnered with, I believe it was Sony. Like, but a bunch of things changed on the app, so who knows if that was part of the problem or not? It might have been. Um, and then a lot of people that were playing Battle Royals had never played on Roll Twenty before, oh, so there was a lot all, of a lot okay, of explaining on how to do action tokens, how to click people, how to move things, stuff like that. So. It, at least a lot of it's pretty straightforward, at least for, like, even when I did it during Team Nats, like, it was pretty, I mean, I've used Roll20 before, but I feel like their system that they use is pretty straightforward for the most part after they just are, like, you know, if they, sh- if they show you, it's it's not too bad, I don't think. It is, but when it's their, your first time just kind of being oh, tossed yeah. in there, it's really intimidating, but um, it is 
mostly user friendly, but a lot of the first couple games were just like telling people how to move their characters and stuff like that. And I think like the first game, I think I only got like three turns or something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, But yeah. uh, And then the second game, I don't quite remember what I had. I know I had Queen Hippolyta. I had a nemesis. Uh, I forget what else, but I ended up winning that one. The third game uh, again, I can't, Oh, I had Mary Marvel. I had the common wonder woman, um, I can't forget what else, but I won that game as well. But then my third game was insane. So I was against Simeon Bruce and two other guys. I can't remember your name. If you listen to the podcast, I apologize, but, um, we're opening our boosters. Simeon pulls Superman. I even made the comment beforehand, like maybe I can finally get Superman in a battle Royal because he is just a common and he's my boy. And there Simeon pulls the Superman and I was like, okay, well, Simeon wins. And then I opened my booster and I pulled Zeus. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I win now. Um, And then the guy that was passing to me actually passed me an Apollo. So then I had two cosmic um, power cosmic guys with psychic blast and prop control. And then I got passed an antelope, which has enhancement. So now Zeus is doing six damage psychic blast, triple target, and Apollo is doing five damage psychic blast. And then I got past a an Huntress who didn't move the entire game because I never needed her to. And then I got finally past a DMA agent, so now I had PD. So I had my Zeus doing 13 attack, 6 damage psychic blast, and my Apollo doing a 12 attack, 5 damage psychic blast. And um, for some reason, no one ever came to my side of the board. I wonder why. Um, <laughs> if, the, if I had a team that could get there fast enough, I would say sure, but not... I don't think this set had a lot of that. Well, and that was the thing was the guy, one of the guys had star Sapphire Colonel poison. And I forget the other, Oh, he had the rare wonder woman and I, he had a German soldier and something else. And then the other guy had a green lantern, super rare, um, a Diana Prince, two Diana princes, one with leadership, one with the not one, a Harley Quinn. And I forget the other one. And then Simeon had like Superman for Nan, um, Cheetah and I forget what else and basically everyone ganged up on Superman and Zeus is just by himself in the corner and I'm just picking people off doing one shots with Zeus's six damage so um, I just you thought... know me I, I would I would have if I would have been against you I would have been like okay yeah Superman's a threat but so is that guy sitting in the corner because he can shoot me from over here well I so... think people just got scared of the double prob because oh, yeah. Zeus is a 19 defense I think he starts off with yeah, and, he's, got a, he's got a beefy defense up top. And, I mean, the Wonder Woman does have a 12 attack, but she's only doing 3 damage, and you can't outwit Zeus, so I think people were just scared of the, you know, double prob. Um, yeah, and they didn't think it was worth it. And Zeus has two stop clicks, so who wants to attack when you can't just one-shot somebody? Well, then he's got Mystics, too, so yeah. he hurts you even if you hit him hard. It's like... Yeah, that still hurt a little bit. So Superman is not as scary as Zeus because you can't outwit Superman. And um, he uh, is more, not hittable, but he doesn't have prob on like Zeus. Um, so yeah, I, I I agree, or not agree, but I understand why people didn't want to come to my side of the board. Um, but that is our week. Oh, I did win four Scott Porter Pogs, all being signed by Scott Porter. And I actually got to talk to Scott Porter uh, for a little while because he hopped into some Battle Royals. He stopped into some chats, talked to him nice. about a bunch of stuff. And 
I actually convinced him to come onto our podcast in a near future episode. So Scott Porter <laughs> will be on Clicksing It, uh, but he I'll says he is super busy right now. He's got a couple out-of-state jobs, and he's got two family vacations coming up. So he said, let's circle back back in August. So I shouldn't say near future, um, but he said that he would love to come it's, on the show. Um, it's May. That's it's May. It's that's three months, dude. Come on, yeah. that's not that bad. So um, hopefully, I can get back in contact with him. I do have his Discord name that he went by, um, and hopefully, he uh, will come on the show. Yeah, I saw that appear on my on my alerts. Uh, was it yet Saturday for sure? I was like, oh, I know who that is. <laughs> yeah. If anything, I can get through him on Cameo and be like, hey, remember us? You said you were going to be in the podcast. So we'll get uh, him on here at some point. That's exciting. I'll be, I'll be excited to talk to Scott Porter. That'll be really fun. Yeah. Um, and he did a great job with the tournament. He was so social with everybody. Like he was constantly dropping into channels and dropping into games. And he, yeah, he looked like he was pretty hands on for being like he a was. celebrity host. Yeah, um, which is pretty cool. And like the the tournament started at eleven, and some of them went to like midnight. Yeah, um, I know. I, I saw. I was still getting messages, like like pings. I was asleep, but I got them in the morning. I'm like, wow, that went really late. Yeah, I think even Scott said because he had to be in two battle royals because of the auction on Oxit, and I think yeah. he said he had won at like eleven forty five p.m. his time. So um, he was there the entire time. And he was always doing the raffles that um, um, the uh, ROC um, Facebook page was doing. He was always part of that. So he was <clears throat> constantly doing everything in this tournament, and I thought he did a great job. And um, he is – I even asked him, like, would you think about doing this again next year live? And he said, absolutely, this is what we want to do. But he would also implement some sort of online thing for people to um, if they can't make it. And he would make it a central location not out well, in California. Cool. Well, that's cool. I like that. I like that he's he was not only open to doing this like on a yearly basis, which is really cool because that's just a, a very unique event that I think people would want to participate in. But the fact that he's also st- still trying to give opportunity for people that can't necessarily pay to um, make it, you know, like that, that can maybe not afford to travel or just take the time off of work or whatever. But that's 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 really awesome that he's trying to make. Um, that available for everyone which i think is really cool that's that, that's something that i think is definitely needed so yeah i think he would just do like an online tournament for people that want to do it and then a physical tournament for people who would want to do it which um he's all for it um but yeah that is our weeks and now let's get into some news which we have a ton to talk about doing previews today too all right, so we have a lot to talk about still about the Scott Porter um, um, Huntington's Disease Tournament. Um, so first off, <clears throat> um, Dan, do you want to take a guess, <clears throat> excuse me, on how much Scott Porter was able to raise for this tournament this weekend? I'm going to go into the six figures. Six figures? Yeah. Didn't quite make it that there, but he did make over $30,000. Oh, okay. <clears throat> All right. I was, I, was th- I was thinking he might, I was like, he's, Pretty popular, so I was like, he might yeah. be able to draw in that kind of cash. No, that would have been great if he would have made <clears throat> six figures, but um, his goal was 5000 That was he was well, shooting he, for. <laughs> he beat that six times over. There and, you go. Well, yeah, that's good. so he made over 30000 for this because I I want to say it was like $5,000 to do some sort of um, center 
for Huntington's disease. So if that's the case, now you can make six of them, Scott. So congratulations. Um, that's awesome. So I do want to go over some of the um, auction items that were high priced. So um, there was an auction for a switch click. So someone could actually become a switch click um, for one of the auction items. And that went for $4,000. That's pretty neat, though. <clears throat> and um, I... so wait, like, like a person, they her, um, so run that by me. What, what did they do? They're making a person into a switch click? Yeah, so I don't know if this, they're just going to make one and give it to him, and he's going to be a actual clicks person, or okay. if they're going to implement it into a set somehow. I don't think they would do it that way. I think it's just going to be like a one-time figure, or maybe they'll make a couple figures of him. Um, but I don't think it's going to be tournament legal if I, I could be wrong on that one, but I don't think it's going to be an in booster figure. I think it's just going to be, Hey, here you are as a uh, figure, but also I don't know if that's the way because those molds cost quite a bit to make. So I can't imagine they'd make one mold for one figure. Um, so I'm not sure well, exactly. I mean, well, what the price, what the price that guy paid for, he might, I mean, he might, I don't know <laughs> for that price. It should be tournament legal to be honest. Um, <laughs> tournament legal. That's funny. But actually, I played against him in the first two battle royals. He is his name is Kyle. I believe he said he's from Canada. Um, and we actually had people from Australia. We had people over in Europe playing in this tournament. I mean, this was a worldwide tournament, which was great. So I got to talk to a lot of cool people. But yeah, that went for four thousand um, dollars. There was a complete set of JLU cards that went for nine hundred and fifty one dollars. Uh, there was a Wonder Woman 80th factory set that went for $810. Nice. Um, how, much, how much did Master Mold go for? Master Mold was next. He went for $531. That's a lot. Yep. Oh, I, I heard oh, just a PSA for people. I'm pretty sure Scott made it aware earlier, like apparent that they were going to start getting these out into the wild too. Yeah. Like Master Molds later in the year at, at some point. So Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the only Master Mold right now that's even out. But eventually, they're going to make more of them. I think. I mean, I, it, I'm glad that someone wanted to pay enough to do that for charity. I, mean, I, I think that's cool. So, well, and that's not the, trying, to, not trying to like uh, rain on that guy's parade for you know doing that. And I that, just want, but I just wanted to put that out there because he 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 made a statement about it. So yeah, and that's the thing you have to remember about these prices that it was for charity, so these are a little inflated. Um, so, but everything was going for a good cause. Um, there was a Scott Porter Battle Royal that went for 480. There was a complete um, set of team up cards from House of X that went for 431. The Fulcrum Abdominus went for 400 dollars. Nice. Uh, the, another Scott Porter Battle Royal went for 380 dollars. A custom Heroclix tray made by Jeremiah Pearson went for 356 dollars. Well, Jeremiah, good job. Look at you. You're out. You're out. Your household name right now, which I, I figured you were before. But yeah, that's pretty. That's 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 really awesome. So, a the super pre-release Deadpool kit, the Take It Home one, went for three hundred and forty-two dollars. A Spider-Man and Venom Chase Prime set went for three hundred and one dollars, and the Brainiac and Lex Luthor went for three hundred dollars. So those were the big, or the most expensive items that went, and then there were a couple of maps that went for a couple hundred dollars. All of the Scott Porter bystander tokens went for over a hundred dollars. And I think there were like 10 of them for sale. Um, so I want to say that the auction actually brought in like $16,000 in total. And then the actual tournament and battle Royals and raffles and everything 
uh, made up the rest of it. So, like I said, um, they earned a lot of money for this. So, congratulations again, Scott Porter. Uh, Talking about the um, tournaments that happened. So, he had a Silver Age tournament, and you had to be themed family style. Um, And to no surprise, Adam Ferdinand won that Silver Age. Um, and his team was Doom Annihilating Conqueror, Valeria Richards, the 40.1, Mangog, Flash, Nathaniel Richards, a second Flash, Double Groot, Triple Floor Colossal, and the Invisible Plane. So I'm Wait, not... how was that? I'm totally lost. Well, all you had to do was have two people be family related. Oh, okay. So and then the rest so... could be okay. whatever. Okay, it wasn't super limited. <clears throat> no, so was... Do- Doom and Valerio Richards are related, so that was his... Or, I'm sorry, Nathaniel Richards were related, uh, so that was his theme, and then he just filled in the rest. Which was pretty cool, because he made it work, because I think the, the Annihilating Conqueror gave all of those people the Latveria keyword, I think, if I'm getting them right, and then... Because I think Floral is cosmic? Yeah. But what would Flash I, I think be? I... Passed. Future or past? No, he's past. Yep, he's past. <clears throat> so yeah, he was he was themed um, plus eleven, but obviously you only get plus three nowadays. So he won it. So congratulations, Adam. I don't remember what all the prizing was, but um, I'm sure he made out with a pretty good one. Now a lot of people did build just for fun because there was a fellowship prize for best theme, and uh, f- um. Runner-up for Fellowship was actually P.J. Bolin, who went nice. with the Inhumans family. So he went with Black cool. Bolt, with the, the, with the uh, Space Gem, Crystal, Medusa, Karnak, Lockjaw, and the Colossal Miss Marvel. So he got runner-up for that, which was a great one. And then actually the winner, actually I should say the most unique one went to Emily Mitchell. And let me pull hers up real quick. Hers was, was she, one people, was she one of the people we played at Nats? I think. Yes, uh, I played her actually. Or, yeah, I, I know we did as a team, but I, I, yeah. Yep. Um, she, hers was the most unique in Scott Porter's eyes, which was a Asgardian theme, and it was <laughs> it was Thor, Loki, God of Trickery on Loki, Odin, Jane Foster, Jane Foster, and Etri. So she got the most unique team, and then for Fellowship was. Let me bring him up real quick. Uh, Let me find his name real quick. It was TJ Bozilla. And his team was Wesley Crusher, Dr. Bev Crusher, Mirror Universe Bev Crusher, uh, Mr. Oz, Prime Wizard at 25, and Molecule Man at 100. And then he had a bunch of um, uh, trouble alerts and a power gem and a liar ring on the side. So his was, you know, Bevly Crusher. And Wesley Crusher themed, which Scott Porter really liked. Um, and he actually is also getting a switch click for coming in for fellowship for that prize. So congratulations to TJ on that. That's cool. That I'm glad that like so many like very like just a lot of awesome stuff happened this last week, and that's that's really cool. And then lastly, on Sunday they had a modern age team, 300 points. And let me tell you, I watched a couple of. Um, Secret Six teams in action for the first part, and they are nasty. Um, but that's not what won the tournament. Actually, um, what won it was Matthew Ventura from Secret Invasion 1, and he had a Latveria theme. 
His was Doom the Annihilating Conqueror, Sky Tyrant, Mr. Oz, Dark Phoenix, Molecule Man, Valeria Von Doom, and Valeria Richards at 40. So he ended up winning the whole thing. So congratulations to uh, Matthew. He also had the spin ring on there as well with the Latveria Village bonus. And he actually won against Brad Boyles, who won the uh, Make It Meta Tournament. And I don't, I couldn't find his team, but congrats, Brad, for getting second place. So that was the Scott Porter Tournament. Um, again, it was a great time. It was a great weekend. Um, I can't wait to do that stuff again. It, um, it, was, it was so cool to see the community get all together and um, just raise a bunch of money for a good cause and have a good time. And the prizing for this was insane. Um, I believe that they did, they had a raffle for the uh, entire uh, weekend. And I want to say that there was like 200 prizes. That's really generous. Like generous, I guess was what Um, I would say. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. uh, Let's see there. There was, uh, 48 prizes on Saturday and there were 48 prizes. No, maybe more. I can't quite see the first list, but there are a lot of prizes. So yeah, Sorry. we were almost like a hundred prizes, which is pretty awesome. Sorry. There were 86 on Saturday, 86 on Sunday. So he had oh, almost 200 100. prizes. Um, I don't yeah. remember the exact amount of raffles in it. It was over a thousand. Um, I didn't win anything, unfortunately. I could only afford two toke or two raffle tickets for it, um, but I didn't win anything, which is okay. Again, it goes for the good cause. But there were Black Dwarf Gladiators. Some people won uh, Superman Primes. Some people won the Brainiac and Lex Luthor um, Connelly. Those were in there. Someone won a Brick of Fantastic Four, uh, Future Foundation, Phoenix Force Thane. Um, lots of good stuff in that set or in the, in the raffle. So congratulations to everybody that won prizes. That's actually going to be the question of the day on our Facebook is how'd you do in the drawings? Um, but that was the tournament. Like I said, it was a great time. Can't wait to do that again uh, next year. And hopefully um, it can be live and we can all get there together and the world should be stopped burning by that time next year. Um, <clears throat> lastly, there was one more big tournament, not online, but there was a uh, Winnebrick in Tulsa. And that went to Caleb Reddick, and he actually played a Secret Six team. His was Sky Tyrant, Scarab, Scarab, Triple, or I'm sorry, Double Giganta with the Prime Giganta, the Commissioner, and the Rubble Map bonus. So, yeah, I watched one of these matchups, not here, but in our uh, Huntington Disease tournament, and Secret Six is super nasty. Um what I have been seeing a lot of people, I didn't realize how good Scarab was until I actually saw him in action. I'm like, okay, he just does a, you know, a dink of damage. whoop de do. But what a lot of people are doing, um, Dan, do you know if Null's sword is indestructible? Yeah, it's a heavy, so yes. So you can't destroy it? Nope. Okay, I didn't think so. Um, so what people are doing is they are TKing out Sky Tyrant with one Scarab, and they're putting it next to the um, the sword, and then the other scarab is then TKing from that object to get full board reach, which is just... I didn't even think about that strategy, because he can just draw a line of fire from any unheld object, 
So you're getting um, Sky Tyrant across the board in one um, action. Um, wait, wait. So how can how can the second guy TK if he's already been TK'd? You can still you, well no. So Scarab is TKing Tyrant. Yeah. And then the other Scarab is TKing through the object. Oh, okay. That, okay. Okay. That, okay. That was the part that was I didn't understand because I okay that makes more yeah okay that whoa good lord full yeah. board so they're, they're double TKing Sky Tyrant across the board and you can't blow up the object because indestructible um, and then you know he doesn't have to he doesn't have to make an attack or anything he can just literally just he just can draw a line of fire from there right is that how that works with yeah, that it's just he draws a line of fire from an unheld object that is disgusting, especially because he starts with TK on that on that line. Ugh. Yeah, so um, it's a really good strategy. One guy that I watched it actually did it with two orange Proteus, so he just basically barriers his entire teamy TV uh, team inside the starting area, and then when he finds an opening to attack, then he brings on the barrier and then sends out Sky Tyrant to just wreck face. Um, and the fact also is that I saw people equipping the commissioner with the reality gem and then Scarab copies that. So now you have triple perplex. You put that all in the sky tyrant. You do, you know, what is it? A 14 attack for flurry quake three exploit. Yeah. So yeah, it's secret sex is going to be good for a while until there's some sort of counter for Scarab. Yeah, or they pull, or they do something where they, if they errata something, and be like, okay, that went in way too hot. We need to make an adjustment to this figure or something. I, I was trying to think, like, what could they do? And actually, Kane is in the studio with us now, so Kane, welcome. Um, Hello, boys. Hello, everybody listening. I was trying to think, oh, how could they not? I guess nerf Scarab, but maybe something like he can see through an object that he has line of fire to maybe rather than just so, so any let, object on the let board. Me, let me ask this question. Is he, does he need to be nerfed? Now I'm understanding that yes, there's a whole board. After watching him yeah. in action. Yes. The okay. So you, you didn't can, watch him in action. The fact yeah, that I you can that. get sky tyrant across the board from your starting area with two scarabs is really just. Blech. So, so do you cap the range or do you make him unique? Maybe unique, I think, would actually be a decent. Thing. Which I think we cover. I think we covered in what Carnage set that like they haven't ever made a character who's not unique unique. Um, like they've never done that type of errata. Yeah, because so. that was something like we thought about for Captain Marvel as a balance. Right. Like, yeah. If you're unique, then you can't run two of her. Yeah. Right. Being unique um, is actually a nice way to kind of make him. I mean, he's still going to be meta regardless, but just to make him not. Right. Because if you can make the commissioner unique, you can make Scarab unique. And, and, that's, and that's my problem is like, why Why are we still having these issues? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because WizKids is not having players, actual HeroClix players, play test these figures. Right. And, and to that, to that response is... It's 2021, baby. Like, let's go, WizKids. Get on it. Like, there. if you look at everyone and, like, just a bunch of different, like, companies and distributors, like, these people are adapting to the times. And if you look at, like, um, I just read the article the other day, like, Target and uh, Walmart. This is kind <laughs> of a sidebar. That. Yeah, they're pulling Pokemon and stuff like that off the shelf. Well, like... if Richard would stop causing fights at the Target <laughs> line, they wouldn't have to do that. 
No, I just because actually what there was apparently some big fight at a Target in Wisconsin, and that's where this all originated from. Where they're getting rid of Pokemon cards at Targets now because someone in Wisconsin had a big hissy fit because he couldn't get his Pokemon cards and had to throw fists across at people. Oh my! And and you can't get mad. Why is physical violence that never solves anything? Uh, I know. Well, well, I'll tell you what. A lot of people, I, I won't say just Americans, I say a lot of people in general. Um, <laughs> I feel like we, have to, we, we own the majority of that ballpark. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, everybody wants a shot. Everybody wants a, ch- a shot at a chance to win. And the thing with Pokemon is that right now there is, and again, like HeroClix, we set the market, but um, distribution is a whole another thing of that. But Pokemon, they not to go too far down this rabbit hole, but they're, they have so many cards right now and their sets that are, that are up past a couple hundred dollars. Like they have a G a V max Pikachu, big old fluffy, cute thing is like 400. It probably even way more than that now, but it was like $400 yeah. at some point. Um, and that, and it wasn't too difficult to pull it. And if you think about your case, your case chances, or man, if you're Joe Schmo who walks in the street or walks into the target, buys two packs and pulls one, boom, 400 bucks, easy. Um, and so th- the point I'm making to this is that, you know, the distributors are, are adapting, saying, hey, we're pulling this off the shelves, right? Now, Pokemon's saying, hey, maybe to this, we need to increase the distribution or, increase, or, or, or somehow better so that everything's playable. And they, they have constantly, in the last few years, been adapting their cards and adapting the distribution of it. I feel like uh, Hero Clicks, and that's just Pokemon, it's just Pokemon. Like, I'm sure Yu Gi Oh! and everybody's doing that stuff too, but. WizKids like needs to get on it and start talking to their player base. Start talking to like everybody who who is involved into the game. And I'm not talking just Howard Brock and all that. No, no, no. I'm just, like all the players. You know what I mean? Just randomly pick somebody who who's been in these events who is a fan of any of the podcasts and um, pick them and ask some information of them. And I just I just it bums me out that WizKids is not adapting to the times and in, in involving their player base. It's, well, it's a bummer. And I don't know if they actually even play test these figures. Like I said, I would love, 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 love to actually get a, you know, how was it made WizKids editions with HeroClix? Like how, yeah. they, how the stuff is made in the factory, how they go about making their figures. But I don't know if they actually play test it. And if they are play testing it, it's not, it's not people that can actually, I don't want to say exploit the rules the wrong way, but like PJ Bolin, his mind works differently. He uses the wordings and uses them to their full potential. Same thing with Lucas. They know like if they saw, if, if they were in a room when they were talking about how to build prime vulture, PJ would have been like, no, no bad whiskeys. Like you can't do that. You can't have someone do continuous attack it's got to be yeah. once per turn they can make a free attack like doppelganger or right. like scarab the, the no Deanna, Deanna <laughs> no yeah exactly yeah yeah like they need someone they need a a player based representative to be in on some of this and i honestly i think they would do it for free you wouldn't have to hire them to say hey these are the figures that we're thinking about coming up with do you see any problems? Yeah, make them make them sign a like confidential thing, and there yeah. you go. I'm sure they'll be like, "Yeah, I get first peek. Let's go." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Free. Yeah, I think yeah, like a, yeah, like it's like a DC, the DCMA or something like that. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's it's possible. It's it's it just blows my mind. We're talking about Scarab right now. I know I'm jumping in 
jumping in hot on this conversation, but yeah, Scarab, you know, characters like this, like we look at Kamish, right? You, you, you hit it on the head, Adam. Like if he's unique, there's no other reason why like Scarab shouldn't be Yeah. like, at least you're aware of the commissioner, but at the same time, you should have been looking at Scarab. You should have been looking at these other characters. Um, we look also, at also, also oh, uh, was it, uh, crap. It was the other guy, the, the guy that can tr- charge Flurry oh, Quake. Sc- Sky full. Tyrant. Yeah, I mean, he's another one. But it's see, like they just, yeah. They're getting rid of Vulture, and I feel like he's Vulture 2.0 or but, 2.5. But he's mm. a character I feel like he needs something to make him that way. Like, double Scarab makes yeah. him insane. If yeah. it's a single Scarab, I think it's a different story. Yeah, but I mean, still, he can... I mean, one TK and he's out, what, six squares minimum, and then he can charge another 11? That's still a 17-square move oh, by absolutely. himself. I mean, I mean, I mean. You look at Juggernaut. Juggernaut's the same way. He's got a thirteen speed charge. Yeah, but he's he's double the points. Yes. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, it, it, and and we also talk about point distribution and how that factors into a lot of these dials. And we look at some point. Some figures were like, okay, like they're small enough points. They do this. Like that's qualified, right? Yeah. Like I don't understand like, how how this guy is half of Juggernaut's points. Like I understand Juggernaut has the stop click and all that, but Juggernaut's got a lot of other things that don't make him nearly as potent as this guy. So, yeah. And this might have been a thing where they had already made the character cuz you know, I think they're like a year, year and a half, two years ahead of all these figures and then the new rules Correct. came out. So maybe they made the character and then they decided, you know what, we're going to change the rules. So, pre-rule, but at, he's okay. New but rules. At what point he's, he's meta? But at what point do you say enough is enough? Like, how do you, like, where do you, where do you, and maybe we can talk about this another time, but where do you, what in the equation do you change? You know what I mean? Like when you talk about distribution, like how far ahead they do it and all this stuff, like where do you change it? So issues like this don't happen. Um, This is more of a rhetorical question right now, maybe a different podcast we could jump into it, but that's where I start to go. My mind starts going. It's like, where can change happen? Um, because we all know sometimes change just needs to happen. <laughs> so, um, but anyways, where we, where else are we on the, on the podcast? What I missed so far? Well, you're just at the end of the news. So we are actually going to get straight into all the meta. Right. So I hope you have your team ready for the make it meta, but yeah, call, it was, call, call me last. <laughs> but yeah, it was a great weekend. I'm glad everybody have fun. Hopefully Kiel gets something good out of his brick. Congrats again to Adam Ferdinand and Matthew Ventura. At least Adam didn't get the sweep like he did again. I even told Scott Porter that, um, you might have to make another cameo video for Adam if he did get the sweep for this weekend. Um, Kane, what you did miss was I did stock, talk to Scott Porter, and he has agreed to come on the podcast in a future podcast. Ooh, let's go. Let's um, go. It's because I reminded you. Huh? That's yeah. what it was. But um, <laughs> it's going to be in August, he said. We're going to circle back and talk to him, or I'm going to talk to him more about that. But he's got a couple of out-of-state jobs right now and some family vacations he has to take care of first. So That's hopefully awesome. in the near future, we will get Scott Porter on the show. Um, you nervous? Oh, not at all. I talked to him a bunch this weekend. He's a really easy oh, that's to cool. talk to guy. Yeah, I, I talked to him a bunch. Yeah. That's cool. We'll have to talk about that off podcast. Yeah. Uh, but now we are going to get into the meta. Where are they? I think they're talking about us. So this week, because he did so well for me in the Battle Royal, I thought we'd try to make him as meta as possible. And that is going to be Zeus from the new set. So let's talk a little bit about Zeus. 
Zeus has two point dials. He is 175, not 200, like his card says. Or is it the other way around? I don't know. I don't know if they ever came out with an errata for that. Um, <laughs> but it's it's 75 on his card and 200 on his dial. I don't know which one it is. Um, I think it's 175 and 100. Okay, 175 and 100. He is Cosmic Energy and Mystics. He is a ally. He does have targeting, hindering terrain, which I completely forgot about until right now. That would have it wouldn't have changed anything during my battle royal, but that definitely would have made me um, not think as much about one of my actions. Um, he does have another trait where his sideline active, where his friendly characters and psychics modify attack plus one against uh, DD people. He does have shock and awe white power, which is psychic blast. When Zeus hits, each hitch character halves their speed until your next turn again, which I forgot about. <laughs> Um, and then he does have a, de- a defense power, which is stop impervious each time the click is revealed after resolutions knock back each opposing characters within range two squares. Um, he does have a seven range triple target, 11 running shot, 12 attack with that white power, 19 impervious and five damage prob. Um, and then he has deity mystical and ruler. I'll go first just because I never go first, but I decided to go ruler with this guy. So I have Zeus at a hundred. Scarab at a 50, Spider Feral at 60, uh, Star Staro's still legal, right? I believe so. Yeah, okay. for now. I think right. so. I, th- yeah. I think he rotates out. Uh, Starro at 20, uh, Prime Storm at 25, and I actually had 45 points left over, and I had no idea what to do on there. So I just threw on Maxwell Lord, just because he's a he's a PD, he's an outwitter, he's a mind controller, um, stuff like that. Um so the the problem with ruler that I found out is there's not a lot of perplex in ruler. There's a wit, there's leadership, hmm. but um, I couldn't find a way to really up his <clears throat> attack really, except for PD. I do have the enhancement from spider feral plus the carry plus the leadership, but that was really the only perplex that I could find out of all rulers. Unless I'm missing something out there, but I, there is not a lot of perplex with rulers. But um, it's a pretty standard team. Uh, Zeus is there. Uh, you got TK for Scarab, and then he can just do plinking people wherever he wants. Spider Pharaoh's carrying everybody around. Maxwell Lord's there for the um, PD, the Outwit, and the Mind Control. Starro is there for the Mind Control also, and Storm's there for all the stormy goodness that she does. So there's really not any strategy. I just couldn't. I couldn't find a way to make Zeus work at 175, um, and get the points. But yeah, he's too. Ex- he's just. He's just too expensive. Like I, I like him. He's he's really solid there, but he's just for 300 modern. He's too much. Yeah, he's just he he does so much. I mean, five damage in modern right now is real. Or yeah, five damage is really good in modern right now. But um, there's just he's. He, you can't one shot him because he has a stop click, but like I was thinking, does he have a chance against Secret Six? No, because if you have six of those Secret Six characters, they can just outwit everything on him because they can just turn off your protected outwit. So cosmic energy means nothing. So he was just a really hard character to use, um, and and really for a f- hundred points, four clicks, it's so rough. I mean, we talk about. I mean, we talk about that, but Doom, God Doom, has the same thing. I know he does other things, but he does. 
Um, just, but yeah, that's my team. It's pretty standard. Um, you're just carrying everybody with spider feral, keeping Starro and storm in the back, waiting for someone to hit. You're probably just sacrificing Maxwell Lord and not using his Mac his uh, mastermind. And then coming over with either that triple target mind control with Starro or all the attacking with Mike with uh, storm who also has mind control as well. I mean, at least he's got, at least he's got a wit. So he might be able to do something before he dies. Oh, and so does Scarab. So, I mean, he's got the outwit, too. Well, oh, yeah. Um, I couldn't really fit a, another um, uh, equipment on there to use Scarab's other trait, but I felt like I didn't need it. And honestly, equipping nowadays, now that Scarab is a thing, is scary. Um, because if you equip, then Scarab can see right through your character across the board and ping you for someone. So if you have, like, a um, a retail that's only one-click and you equip someone on your team, Scarab just pings you from across the board, kills your retail, and there you go. But yeah, that's my team. Uh, nothing but special, but that's the best I could do with Ruler. Um, Kane, you said you wanted to go last, so we'll go with Dan next. Dan, what do you got for Zeus? Okay, so I went with Deity, because I was like, okay, this is interesting. I wanted to do something with it anyway. Um, Deity's kind of lacking in the leadership department, though. Yep. So... That was uh, that was where I struggled, but I did find it in the forty point Wonder Woman from the JLU starter, so that was pretty nice. I was like, okay, I can I can live with that. And she's got an interesting attack power. If she hits with a range attack until your next turn, a hit target gains immobile, so it's not too bad. And they can't use damage powers, um, so not not too bad. Um, so I have him at hundred. I have Veronica Kill at thirty five. She doesn't start with deity, but she gains the deity keyword um, through her trait. Um, if if a character on my force has Amazon or Deity, she gains that keyword. So, um, then I have the Prime Storm as well on there for twenty five. I was thinking about doing the Green Proteus just because I like Barrier. Um, I'm just still not sure yet. And then I have actually the Chase Thor at seventy five. Um, he's just a solid attacker, like secondary. He's got a, a bit of a longer dial. Um, he's still pretty durable. He's got invincible. He's got a stop. He's got another prob. So I have two probs on my team. Uh, Veronica Kiel comes in with the double perplex, um, at least for my attack. And she's got outwit, um, which is nice. Um, and then, uh, I've got the Wonder Woman there at 40 for her leadership. And then I've I got the, uh, Galactus Herald dial for 25 points. Cause that's exactly what I had left. And this way, I don't have to worry about Scarab because I'm not. I won't be equipping or having you know anything like that going on. So, and I'm going to put the Herald Dial on four because that's the one thing his big weakness is he's susceptible to outwit. So the Herald Dial kind of fixes that problem that he has. Yeah, because the Herald Dial isn't technically equip; it's just a sign. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and Scarab specifically states equip. He he targets equipment or equipped characters. So, yeah, no, it's decent. Uh, it's not. It's not like anything amazing. I don't think it's necessarily meta, but I was trying to put best pieces I could together that fit the theme. So Veronica kills is really good for thirty five points. Double perplex is not bad. I mean, yeah, I can't perplex damage anymore, but still getting Zeus up to like a thirteen attack or whatever. He's got four damage. It's. I mean, it's not like it's a bad starting point. So yeah, no, I like it. Uh, Thor's always good. He's just an. He's Thor's just a simple. Uh, beat him up figure. There's nothing really fancy about him. You just got to get him into position, and he does have a stop click, which is nice. So you can't one shot him. Yeah, I don't have any TK on my team, but I was. That's why I was like, maybe I should swap out Storm for like a Proteus, 
then I have like a wet random 15 points left over that I don't really know what to do with. So I just I'm not I'm not quite sure there on that on that one. So Storm was just kind of nice uh, just for what she does. So yeah, no, I like mm-hmm. it. Uh, so I have a question. Yep. The platform. Yes. The Doom platform. Uh-huh. How many points is that? I think it's ten. I believe it's I thought so. Let me yeah. let me double check though. Uh, well, while you're double checking that, to enter my team, um, I went uh, the mystical route. It and is. It, it is ten. It is ten. Okay. So there's two ways to go about it here. Me, I'm liking to. I like to be the oddball out, right? So I go, give me Zeus that had 175, and give me Juggernaut at 175. Let's go. <laughs> so that's. That's my look up on it, but that's for fun. Let's just get two two tank pieces on the board and let's go at it, right? Um, but when I kind of look at the mystical keyword and start building, I kind of look at Wendigo, right? We got still got Wendigos. Um, I like running Zeus at one seventy five because again, it is hundred point mark. It, you know, it's it, not too difficult to one shot them, but again, I I, I do like. Sp- the higher stats and if i'm paying for them it's like okay i got five damage anybody that hit i, I hit anybody with a 12 i got triple target i can distribute that damage depending on who i'm hitting so zeus at 175 is again me being oddball out i would run him at 175 um it, however 75 points is a lot and when we talk about meta nothing over 150 is really valuable and anything over excuse me, anything over 150 is just not viable it's it's more it's more for like if I was doing this it's more can I balance the rest of that 125 points enough that I've got coverage for my weaknesses right. and that's that's where you I feel like you start to run into problems because you're just soaking up so much of your build total with right. your, with this one figure not that he's bad I don't really think he's necessarily bad he's just very costly for what he does and it, it, at least with mystical there's enough cheap stuff that you might have been able to make up the difference. Yeah, and that's kind of the thing. Like when I look at this, I go at 175 points. Like, man, that that's a lot. And I, but I'm in this build. I'm going two Wendigo, Zeus at 175. I'm picking Valeria von Doom um, from the Future Foundation to kind of just get me starting with uh, um, a. They can all swap out, right? Many faces of Doom. B, excuse me. Uh, sidestep and stealth. So if I choose to use the time platform on Zeus, um, I can go ahead and equip that turn one roughly depending on scarab and all that fun stuff right um, otherwise i just swap that out um swap out uh bond doom i mean um but that's kind of my my goal is to kind of hit plant my characters get my windigos up um do what i can with the dooms depending on which one per match um and then just again just kind of get zeus hitting everybody and if he gets hit teleport him back kind of reset the board type of thing um, so as far as meta, that's my shot at it. That's just, it's just a tank team that just goes, Hey, let's hit. Um, if I get hit, let's reset the board and try again. Um, it, it just kind of chips away the team because then you got to worry about Wendigos. Cause if Wendigos can get to you before you get to them, um, once Zeus cuts your speed down, assuming he hits again, triple target. I mean, that gives Wendigos time to, to walk up in there. So I'd feel better if I had another Wendigo on the team, on the team, but, um, like we just talked about, Zeus at 175 is is pretty costly. So I'm kind of surprised you didn't put uh, Felix Faust on there for 30 points. 
Um, I mean, there's no reason I can't, I can't adjust it and do that. Um, but again, in, in my head, um, I just going this route with the kind of walking up with the Wendigos, um, utilizing Zeus's kind of, um, crippling mechanic. That's, uh, that's kind of where I was going. Yeah. Um, Felix Foss, I'll have to double check what he does again, but, uh, he's just a really good win. support piece. That's yeah, I'll look at him right now, but basically when someone tries to use, um, powers, um, he hurts them like outwit problem but potent- potentially potentially anyway. yes what, what set was he again i forget he's in wonder woman yeah so it's, he's, he's just, just when an opposing oh, character yeah, within right. range would use outwit prob or perplex roll a d6 one that character can use the power with an additional time this turn so you can use it twice four through five mm-hmm. the use of that power has no effect and six the use of that power has no effect and after resolutions deal the character one penetrating damage yeah, and his outwit, prob, and enhancement would be very helpful. But again, I I, I kind of want to build this team like around Zeus's one seventy five a point mark, which is just tanky. Um, and I feel like I would have to worry about Felix Foss being kind of following Zeus around, and he does have that free place four squares thing. So uh, Felix Foss is probably a good point to look at. I just wanted to get the the many faces of doom on there, so it adds that. Uh, Again, since I'm paying so many points for Zeus, I want him to have that. Uh, I think versatility is the wrong word, but I want to have the the tools at my disposal. And many faces of Doom hand me that because you could swap them all out and use different powers accordingly. So yeah, I guess so otherwise you could also use. Um, is it? Let, hold on. Oh, he doesn't have the cosmic keyword. I really thought he would. Okay, well that's fine. Yeah, he does. I was trying to think of like if you can use the uh, the was it the annihilating conqueror because I think he gives a bunch like a bunch of keyword or he gives them a, a keyword like Advaria, which is nice. But I don't think he shares any keywords with him no. or the keyword looking for. He does not, unfortunately. All yeah. right, and then Zeus at 100 points does does wrap it up. Oh, sorry, carry on, Adam. I was gonna say I was gonna move on, but uh, go ahead. And yeah, let's go ahead. Okay. Um, but yeah, that is Zeus. Like I said, he is a super. He's a super gu- good guy in um, sealed and in battle royals. He's pretty much unstoppable in battle royal unless all three teams team up against you. Um, but I don't. And the actor was using prosthetics, so we all know that. So that's okay. Yeah, and I just. I, I wish he was. I just wish for a hundred points, you got a little bit more out of him. Yeah, you are going to stop click, maybe one or two more clicks worth. But he's just he's super hard to deal with, and there's just. Um, I mean, you you always go back to the the hero clicks math. Would you rather have one Zeus or two Sky Tyrants, or one Zeus or two Scarabs? It's. Yeah. Nope. I just don't like that then, that's the. I just don't like that that's the world we live in. And yeah. with that, like that just seems like completely unbalanced. Yeah. So, can I, Can I ask you just a just a sidebar question? Would this game feel better if characters were if more characters were unique? In the sense of you can only play one. I mean, I'll, you could just say Highlander rule, and then that comes into play. But um, so in that case, I'll, so to piggyback off that, it, well, should it, meta should not meta competitive pet should could oh my gosh no you're fine. should competitive play be Highlander rule? I don't know if you can do that because there's like then that means you could only. I'm just using this as one example. Then you could only use one flash mm-hmm. when his mechanic is play multiple of him. 
Well, I would think like our, for specific cases, they could, especially if it's like the intent of the design was yeah. different. Right. I'm sure they could be like, hey, Flash and uh, like we have a list. It's not that long, but here's the things that can be played in multiples, like the Doctor Fates stuff yeah, like that, generics they, and things like that. Yeah, right. But well, a lot of them say that. Think, Sorry, interrupt real quick. They all cer- say that. I would think it would certainly mix the meta up a, a, yeah. a bit. A, I would think because you're not going to see multiple of like the cheapest thing on a team because yeah, yeah, it's good, especially if you can run in multiples. But like, what happens when you can't? That that's I find that right. interesting. I'm sure that's probably a hot topic issue where people could be kind of conflicted on that but i don't know i think that would certainly mix it up a bit at least from at least from my perspective yeah i would like to see highlander rule to be honest in like modern age tournaments but i know i'm gonna take a lot of flack from people by saying that well I, another thing that that kind of like blows my mind with here with hero clicks and with kids and everything is just why don't we have different like we're having the silver age and all that stuff so why aren't we opening that up and having different versions of competitive play and for example there's a competitive highlander rule you know what i mean like just open up different type of competitive plays yeah but anyways anyways all right and now we're gonna do something that we haven't done in months and that is actually take some questions from our good old friend in japan malcolm rush you want answers? I think I'm entitled you want answers i want the truth you can't handle the truth so Malcolm is always sending me questions, and I always forget to put a segment in our podcast to do that. And I thought um, we weren't talking about too much today, so I thought today would be a perfect time, and he just messaged me some questions the other day. Um, we aren't going to do all of them, but we are going to do a few. And actually, Dwayne uh, wrote out some questions too, so we're going to read his answers off as well. So um, number one question was, um, it was more personal questions about your collection and things like that nature. So his first question was, how many hero clicks do you have in your collection? Um, I'll do Dwayne first. He says millions and millions, which I can, um, um, I know I can't think of the right word. Yes, he does because he also inherited his brother's clicks uh, once his brother died a couple of years ago. So he does have a ton and ton of clicks. Kane, how many hero clicks would you say you have in your collection? Man, I'm trying to do the math quickly here, um, but uh, not too much. I am actually still um, pretty new to the game, and I say pretty new. I came out when, was it Infinity War? Question mark With Groot, um, with the Colossal Groot. Uh, that is when I got introduced into the game, or started playing it again. Not introduced, I started playing it again. Um, so I kind of like traded stuff and, and got rid of a lot of stuff um, since then. Um, so I don't have an exact number, but I will give you a, a rough, um, a ball kind of guesstimate ballpark because, um, I have as many figures that fit in like, if you go to like a home Depot or a Lowe's or something, the little like, um, tool, the tool crates that you can put like different tools in into, they got a little plastic cover that latches down. Um, they, what is it? Uh, four by eight, no, four by six. Um, the little, the little pieces. So as many that fit in there is what I have (laughs) plus like colossals and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I probably have definitely not, not too much more than probably like, cause I'm trying to count my Yu-Gi-Oh clicks too. probably ballpark, like maybe 150, maybe 120. Mm -hmm. Um, nothing, nothing too much. Uh, again, I, I cycle out my, my figures as sets go because I am also, mostly just a modern player 
Um, unfortunately, like I say, unfortunately, which I'll explain later, but in a lot of the games that I play, I stick to modern rotation just because it's a lot more challenging to me. Um, I played uh, unlimited that I, I call it unlimited, but you play expanded and all that and all the other um, like Pokemon and stuff like that. Like I've played those before and expanded and I just, they're too easy to me. Um, and I've won multiple tournaments with that. So I just like to stick to modern because it's a little more limited and challenging. So, Kane, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. That was a much more complex answer than I was looking for, but well, also, <laughs> also everybody, I got home probably like, maybe 30 minutes ago. <laughs> so you're going to get a lot of complex <laughs> answers to these questions. So strap in. <laughs> uh, Dan, what about you? If you could ballpark it, how many clicks would you say you own? Well, I don't really have to because I, I, know, I know the number off the top of my head, thankfully. I own 132 <laughs> figures currently. Nice. So I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm uh, what? I'm just saying you're embarrassing me. You know right off the bat. <laughs> that's just because I, I went. I just went through and I downsized a little bit because I I went through and I, I, I my thing is if I don't use it for six months plus, obviously I'm not going to play it. So why am I holding on to it? Yeah, so that's a good system. <laughs> um, I like playing clicks, but I there's certain things that I gravitate towards after a while, and um, not to be I'm not like a because I, I like getting new figures and you know like adding to my collection and things like that. But uh, if I don't have a like a emotional attachment to it, like with, I do with certain things, or B, I play it very often and I really enjoy playing it. Then if like if I if I know it sat there for like six months or I can't or I can't remember the last time I played this figure, no matter what it is, I'll probably end up ditching it just because it's like well I'd rather someone else play it and really enjoy it versus it just sitting here collecting dust in my box so that's just my thinking I know that's not everybody's but that's just I don't know it's just what works for me um as for me I would say over 5,000 under 10,000 because I've been playing since 2005 uh next question he asks what comic book character um, you have the most of in Heroclix collection. Uh, Dwayne says whatever Heroclix over f- whatever Heroclix over focused on and lower rarity level. I don't know what you mean by that, Dwayne, but we'll go with it. <laughs> Kane, he's what, yelling at you. Yeah, what character do you have the most of in Heroclix? So to answer the question, to be straightforward, is Ultron. Okay. Um, Moving yeah. on. Oh, Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. I won't <laughs> talk much more. Ultron. Um, did you ever buy the Age of Ultron set? Because there's a ton of Ultrons in that one. We're moving forward. I can't answer that. Okay. You told me to move forward. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure that's what he's referring to, probably, when he says he owns a lot of it. I'm, I'm going to go with that's probably where most of that resides. Yes, Dan. You are correct. Is Ultron. Adam, is, let's is, move forward. Is Ultron, no, now, now you're curious. Is Ultron no, your favorite, or you just have the most of him just because of that set? He's one of my favorites. I, I really liked a lot of his comic book adaptation. Um, I did enjoy the movie version. Um, I might catch a lot of flack for that, but if everybody goes back and watches the trailer, man, Ultron was freaking scary and super intimidating. And I thought that was what we were going to get um, because in the comics, he's like just, just destroys a lot of things and he's very smart. He's an AI, right? So, um, yeah, he's one of my favorites, so that's why I have a lot of him. I just like him because now every time I read I read a comic with Ultron in it, I I, I hear James Spader's voice in my head. Uh, yeah, 
I'm reading the lines. I'm like, that was perfect. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They couldn't have found a better person to voice him, honestly. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, Dan, I think I know who it is, but who? Like, you want you want to take a guess? I was gonna say Thor. You are you are in. Well, technically, I don't know if this <laughs> is it a person. It's not. It's not a person. It's still a living thing, technically. But I guess if if you're like a specific comic book character. It would probably be Thor, but otherwise I would say the Venom symbiote because I have uh, one. I me too, Dan. I, I was gonna say symbiote. I have I have all of the like the modern ones as a, as of recent. I had Venom Hulk too, like from What If. Like but a lot of the symbiotes is kind of what got me into this game as far as collecting part of it um, because I love the symbiote. Which I have being of Thor, the new Avengers set is gonna have the Herald of Thunder in there as a chase, and I'm already like sweating bricks as to how expensive <laughs> that's gonna be to get pulled up. So. <laughs> You know, that made me sad when I saw that. Yeah. Um, as for me, I think you all know it. It's Superman. I have every Superman in existence from Heroclix form. I don't... Even the super, like, random ones that I'm like, I didn't even know these existed. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't think there's any Superman I am currently missing, to be honest. I have That's all the, impressive. I have all the Clark Kents. I have, I have every... Hero click thing that has a Superman on it, even the event dial from Crisis, where he's holding until they drop until they drop a new Superman on you, and you're like, oh, okay, okay. Well, that's the great thing about DC is they only they only drop once a year, so I have to worry about that one set. And this, well, one... I'm thinking like I'm thinking like Superman Prime exclusive, like that type of thing, where you're like, not only is he a very specific iteration, but he's really good and he's really expensive because he's only coming out like one time. And that moves us on to the next question, which is which hero click in your collection is your prized possession, which is my Superman prime, which I was able to get off Jeremiah Mm. Peterson for a ultra chase Thanos, because at the time there was only a handful of Superman prime out there and he happened to have one. Now there's a little bit more out there because um, with the Scott Porter event, um, they did send out a couple more, but yeah, he, I say, would definitely be the um, prize. Also, and you can't, people aren't trading him. Like, it's really hard to find people that put him up for trade on any kind of Facebook um, board. Uh, but Dwayne says, too many to list. I'm a fan collector. There are a lot of that were disappointing with after reading a comic book about them and just a comic I was reading. Uh, Kane, what is your prize possession? Um, I'm not going to give you too long of an answer, but I will give you two. And if I have to pick one, I will, but I'm going to tell you the two real quick. Now, one is, uh, Captain Venom from earth X set because a it's Captain America and B he's in a Venom symbiote. So I freaking love it that, and I got him my first case. Um, and I was just over the moon about it. So, that one might be the answer I pick, but I do have a Yu-Gi-Oh figure named Exodia, and I love that freaking figure, and I love winning games with that figure, and it's just one of those figures that I will never get rid of. Um, so I, I, I really like those two. <laughs> so it's hard to pick between the two, but um, but yeah, those are the two I have for that. Right. Dan, Dan, what's your prize possession in your HeroClix collection? It's a toss-up between two of them. I'm pretty sure you can at least identify one of them because it's one of the few oh, things. Oh, that would be Super Rare Prime Destroyer Thor. 
Yeah, and then yeah, the, that's a good one. The, the nice dest- Odin the Destroyer from the previous Thor set. I was like, that's yeah. a really good one. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he was the first figure I pulled out of a booster, so I I'm like, all right, that's uh, those are probably my favorite two figures that I'll never get rid of, no matter how old they get. So very nice. Those are good ones. Um, next question is, which hero click have you paid the most for? When you got it, and is it still worth that price? Dwayne's answer was, I'm changing the question. Of course you are, Dwayne. Uh, <laughs> I'm putting a couple I really wanted in no way when I was going to pay for them. He wanted Punisher War Machine, um, but never got it. Paid about $3 plus tax, what he's worth now. I don't know what that means. He wants Old Man Phoenix uh and got emperor we, doom i don't know what he's saying here sorry. yeah let's so, just move past sorry Dwayne. <laughs> sorry Dwayne. I'm, I'm trying hard here but I, I don't know where you're going with any of that um kane what's the most you've ever paid for for a hero click um it was probably um super prime super rare prime uh storm from x-men set um it looked like it's freaking susano from um uh, naruto I was like, I give it to me now. Like, I, I, I want this figure. So, um, I think, oh, man, was it eighty bucks? Is what I bought it for at the time. Um, eighty or ninety? I think it was eighty. Um, but yeah, I had to have it. So that's that's the one. Okay, uh, Dan, what about you? What's the most you've ever paid for a single click? Uh, the con exclusive Storm, seventy five bucks. Uh, somebody had her, put her up. I was like, I'm not gonna waste my time. She's probably not gonna be <laughs> any cheaper. So I just said, Hey, you know, here's seventy five bucks. Please ship me Storm. Nice. That's what I thought about the Storm Prime. Not the yeah, it was, it was not yeah. It was just like it was. It was the Asgardian Storm. It, I she was. I knew she was gonna be hard to get a hold of. And I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna pass it up for maybe a better deal in the future. Yeah. Um, now I am not counting. Now back when zombies came out, I did buy them. I think they were like eight. Like I think I paid eighty dollars for a Magneto, but I'm not counting those because that was off Troll and Toad, and I had Troll Cash, so I don't technically count that as paying for them. The figure that I paid the most for actually giving dollars to people were two figures. The first one was the Legacy Ares. I paid $50 for that one back in the day because he was a figure I really wanted. I wasn't around when the set came out. I really wanted one. His price was still around 50 bucks, so I gave someone 50 and they handed him over. The second one was the Zombie Hulk from Supernova. This one was kind of... Uh, I didn't pay him the amount that he was worth, but I had an extra zombie Wolverine from Supernova. So I gave him that, or I gave her that, and $50 for the zombie Hulk. So technically, again, that one was at a discount price. So I guess you could say technically Ares is the most expensive one I paid for, but dollar-wise, if you're not counting the, the Wolverine that I paid for Hulk. So 50 bucks is the most I've ever paid for a figure. I really try to, to trade people rather than buy. Uh, next one is which hero click is worth the most money now or in the past in your collection? 
Um, Dwayne says, which click is worth the most? Does it matter? I'm not selling. That doesn't answer the question, Dwayne. <laughs> um, I mean, I, that's very interesting. That's a very Dwayne answer. Yeah. So I, I, I could see that. Gotta respect it. Uh, Gotta respect it. So, Kane, what's the most expensive hero click in your collection, would you say? Um, I don't know how much they are right now. I'm just now, gonna say your assume... Venom Hulk is gonna be the most expensive, probably. I was gonna say Cap Venom or Venom Hulk, one of the two. I don't, I don't remember. Cap Venom has dropped now that all monster is theme. When right. when he made monster themed, he was going for like 150, 200 bucks. But ever since yeah. the new rules, he has dropped down to I want to say anywhere between seventy five and a hundred. But Venom Hulk is still at around like one twenty five. I would say. And I got really? and I got that thing. I got that thing super cheap. Like when I got, I think I pulled them actually. I can't remember, but. Like I, I love that thing. Would not have expected Venom Hulk to be that expensive. Like I don't really know why. I think it's because it's who collection. he is. Yeah, who he is, yeah. and with the whole oh. Colin from the Venomverse, he's an amazing. Even well, like, yeah, yeah. at a hundred points, he can flurry like twelve attack. I think five damage, which is just stupid good. So, uh, Dan, what's the most expensive hero click in your collection? Um, I don't think Thor. Like Chase Thor has got has that I don't know what he's really going for currently. Uh, I haven't really... the one from still... Captain America. Captain, yeah, he's around he's... 70, 75. Yeah, it would it would it probably would have been Captain Venom because that was the like like you said when he was making monster theme he was hot mm-hmm. stuff. But um, I I don't maybe Namor now maybe the Chase Namor is going to go up in price because all the changes and like he's really good via like the dolphin change and everything else I don't know oh but, that's uh, interesting yeah it's a good one um as for me I mean I can't imagine it's not Superman Prime um I don't have any Ultra Chases uh so I'm guessing Superman Prime is the most I don't have anything else that's really that expensive and then the last question we have is, what was the strangest or weirdest trade you ever made for a hero click, and was it worth it? Let's see what Dwayne had to say. <laughs> um, he didn't answer that one actually. Um, so <laughs> we're just going to move past that one. Uh, Kane, what was the strangest or weirdest trade you ever made? Um, I don't think I have an answer to this one. Um, I can't recall. I'm trying to look at my cards here to see what one kind of triggers a memory. And yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't have an answer for this one, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, Dan, do you have a weird trade that you want to talk about? Yeah, you were involved in this, which was kind of funny. <laughs> um, so this was what, was it 2019, right? When you guys went to origins and I, yes. I, I, I ended up staying back. Um, so I know you had won a Thane for oh, like, yeah. during <laughs> And so I had a spare Iron Man with the gauntlet. And I'm like, I'm not going to do anything with this. So, And I knew Jerry had won the Rogue, um, the Asgardian Rogue that, that was like a WizKids prize. Mm. And I was like, yeah, that's what I, that's what I would want anyway. Um, so I, I said, hey, do you want... I, I just think I just threw it out there to you. It's like, do you want this? And you were like, sure, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't think... I don't think you had one at the time or whatever. I'm not really sure. Um, and uh, yeah, so I ended up... I traded that to you. And then I walked right back upstairs. I'm like, hey, Jerry, I, if you don't want Rogue, here's something you might want. And yeah, so it was, that was a very interesting trade. But it all worked out, which was nice. So It was a three-way trade, one of those. Yeah. 
Um, mine actually happened just recently, and I shared this one with you guys, but Daniel Powell was actually oh, looking yeah. for a Guy Gardner, and he's wow. the, actually the one that put this up on the trade block on Facebook. So now, if you don't know Daniel Powell, he's all, he's from Clickstuff. He buys a ton of hero clicks from every set, so he is just swimming in extra super rares, um, like no one's business. So not he, even that, but chases too. Yeah, or whatever. Like a ton, just clicks in general. So he Which, actually yeah, threw wish, up yeah. on Facebook, and I happened to be at the right time at the right place. He wanted a Guy Gardner, the new one with the chainsaw, and he was willing to trade a. Commissioner, Bombshell Wonder Woman from the new set, Title Wonder Woman from the new set, Black Tom Cassidy from the X-Men set, Griever from Future, Future Foundation, Victoria from Future Foundation, Omega from House of X, The Hulk, super rare from Fantastic Four, and Cable from House of X. And I really wanted myself a commissioner, and I really wanted a guy Gardner, but I could not pass up that trade. So I gave him commission, or I gave him Guy Gardner, and he gave me all of that. So for Guy Gardner, I got Chase Commissioner and eight super rares. And that's just something you run into sometimes with that, where it's just someone really wants something, and you got what they need, and you know they're they're not they don't really care about parting with these other pieces, and yep. most of those I don't really think are worth incredibly a lot honestly well like the the title still, woman, like <laughs> the title woman's going for like 40 50 bucks but that's well because... no i'm th- i'm thinking of like the older stuff like the hulk and the black oh, yeah. and the other well, those other like things the... aren't necessarily worth a ton i've but... never come across a good deal like this never <laughs> but the nice thing about that one is i needed all those characters except for hulk omega and victorious so i didn't have the bombshell, the title, Black Tom, Griever, or Cable. So that was kind of a plus for me. And plus, yeah, getting yeah. the title character, Wonder Woman, gave me the last object of the Wonder Womans that I needed. So now I have all four of them. Um, and which, I just... Shout out, which I was going to say, shout out to people who still trade like that. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not, money's not a really a factor when it comes to that. And again, he has a lot, whatever. But I'm just, in general, people, not just Daniel Powell, like, people who can trade of, like, I'll give you all of this if you can give me what I want because that's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like people who are more of like, yeah, if you are trying to get rid of that, I'll give you all of this. Like it, it's not about money. It's not about this. It's just about I'll, I'll give you whatever you think is fair. And it's just a gentleman's handshake and that's it. <laughs> you well, know, and those then are, he, nice. he wanted a second guy gardener and he threw up like a death bringer and eight other super rares for another guy gardener. And then before that he wanted a, a super rare flash and he was offering up like nine different super rares. So you can tell he's just swimming in these figures and has to get, just get rid of them because he has so many of them. I mean, that's not bad. I, if you can leverage the stuff that you know, isn't as, um, well, and what are you going like, to do with all that extra stuff? So you might as well just make some offer. I mean, people either, can't either refuse. You, either you right. sell it back to troll for, for credit so that you can make a purchase again, or you try to, you know, swing it in that direction. Yeah. Help another player out. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Uh, I did find uh, a figure that I had a story about. It was more of an awkward story. If oh, you guys want to hear it. Go ahead. Sure. It, it'll be quick about it. <laughs> I was at a pre-release for earth X. Um, this is around the venom stuff. I was trying to get all the chases. Um, I had, I think it was either, it was the black venom, black Panther. I pulled like three of those. Right. So at this pre-release, I pulled one and another, and a kid with his dad, who they both were playing, 
Um, the kid pulled uh, um, Venom Spider Man, uh, Six Arm Spider Man, um, and I was like, "Yo, like I and I, <laughs> I wanted that figure, but I wasn't trying to hustle a kid, <laughs> so I had to go to the dad and be like, "Yo." your son has this figure that I would like. I was curious if you wanted, like, I, I just try to be super polite and not super like awkward or anything, but it ended up being awkward. I was like, Hey, your son has this figure. I want to trade you this. I have this figure. Would your son be interested? And he was like, well, let me ask him. And then the son was like, um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'll take it. I was like, Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> like I tried not to like influence him or anything, but again, I felt like, you know, later, you know, we find out what that really was about and um, how that went. I just felt kind of mean and mad and bad about it because it was like this kid just got it, didn't really get a chance to play with it. Um, he, he played with it in the pre-release, but, he, you know, he didn't get to take it home. So I felt a little bad about it, but uh, I try not to pressure him and I didn't really pressure him. I just, it was one of those things where I had to talk to the dad to get the figure from the kid and I yeah. felt bad about it. <laughs> so, um... Anyway. But that is all the questions we are taking from Malcolm. Russ, again, Malcolm, if you do listen to the podcast, thank you for the questions. I will find more ways to get you a segment. In thank this you, Malcolm. Do it. Um, and then yeah, lastly, we're going to get into our Clicksing It Crew question of the day. There's no such thing as stupid questions, except for Billy's questions. And this one was just, um, if you did do the raffle this weekend for the Scott Porter event, how did you do? We did, we did get two responses. Um, Edward Kane bought three raffles, but zero wins, but it was for a great cause, he said. But then Jason Carr, I don't know how many tickets you bought, Jason, but Jason ended up getting Black Dwarf, Flash, Isaac, Lobo, Superman Prime, and a Brick of Future Foundation. So Jason... Congrats on yeah. all that. I mean, the Superman hey, Prime it, alone. Hey, hey, you made out like a bandit, dude. Holy yeah, crap. That is a yeah. phenomenal, phenomenal haul that you made. Um, even if you spent $200 worth on raffle tickets, you definitely got your money's worth. And there were some people that bought like 100 raffle tickets for $5 each. Um, it was... Which, hey, that's an awesome time to do all that. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah. kudos to the people that did do that again for a great cause, but congratulations, Jason, um, Kane, you weren't in the raffle, Dan, you were in the raffle. I bought two tickets cause that all I could afford at the time. Um, they were $5 a piece. Um, I didn't win, but like I will I said, say if anybody wants to donate, if anybody wants to donate some of their winnings to me, I'll say, I'll take them because <laughs> I don't have any of the new stuff. So, um, but yeah, I didn't participate. Unfortunately, I have a whole box of wonder woman stuff that I can give you Kane. <laughs> Maybe I'll, maybe I'll send you a couple because that is one thing I do have to mention too. Last month's Patreon, if you won and I contacted oh. you on Patreon and you have not given me your address, if you want that prize, get a hold of me, please. I cannot send you something if I don't have your address. Kane, I know you won something. I got to send you that prize. But I do yeah, have no like rush. four other figures that people won that I, never got back to me. So, again, if you did I will, win something... I will. Let me know. I will say public public announcement here, public service announcement. To that note, that he won't reach out into you on Discord. He will reach out to you on Patreon. That is where you're going to get the message. So check your Patreon messages. Speaking of, I just look. Nicholas Pike, I will send you that Deathstroke as soon as I can. Thank you for messaging me. Um, But, yeah, I will talk to you off camera, um, Kane, and let you know what figures I have and which ones I can sure. send you. I am well. very grateful for that. Yeah. Thank you. 
Um, but that is going to be it for today's show. I hope everyone enjoyed um, the podcast and enjoyed the tournament that happened this weekend. Again, it was a great time. I'm glad I was able to take part in it. Um, so make sure, like always, you guys are checking out our sponsor, GlassCabinetHobbies.com. He is doing case breaks. He's done with Wonder Woman, but he will be doing some for Rise and Fall, which I believe is coming out in June. I'm not sure when, though. Which is crazy. Because I, I feel like we just got Wonder Woman. I think it's end of June. It's I think it's going to be the 23rd, I think, is where, what I've been, the rumblings I've heard. Okay, so we still got about a month um, for that set. Um, but yeah, he'll it do might case. be pushed back because what Wonder Woman was pushed back, wasn't it? Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I think I think two weeks ish yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah, so they might they might do that for yeah. this one. Um, but yeah, check out our sponsor. Use code Clixin at C L I X I N I T, and you can get five percent off your order. And then make sure you check out our Patreon at patreon.com backslash Clixin it and be it um become a patron and you will be entered into monthly giveaways for very cool prizes. This month we are doing the Wonder Woman's Battle Pack or whatever you want to call it to one lucky winner as our big prize. And then check out our YouTube channel for games that we play and our Facebook channel. So thank you guys out there in Clicksland for listening to us. Hope you all enjoyed this weekend with Scott Porter. Make sure you guys are staying safe out there. And as always, keep clicking it.